Hey, all you ghouls and goblins, welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's our finale to Spoopy Season. Tricky and Katie Katie Dead Lady. So weird. I know. You gotta talk a little louder. <laughs> well, so I don't quiet. know what else to say in the very beginning. <laughs> in the so very beginning, quiet. I hate the intro. Dugan said you suck at doing intros, by the way. Yeah, that's right. I'm throwing you on the bus, Dugan. Dugan sucks at doing podcasts. Burn. Dugan has no idea what he's in store for. Neither does Mr. Cal Fouchet. For those uh, that are listening right now, make sure to go check out. The Going Off Topic podcast, uh, the next episode that comes out, I will be on it as the movie game will finally happen. We are recording it tonight. The I, champ is here. I really hope you don't win because I have to live with you. Like, gloating. I like, for real, everybody out there listening, he has a belt. He has a WWE belt that he's been carrying around all day today in anticipation of winning. This is my life with Tricky. This is true. I am I am very much so ready. I'm ready to go, and I'm ready to take the belt home where it actually belongs, in the arms around me. Goldie's coming home, boys and girls. Goblins and ghouls. Dungeons and dragons. Cats and kittens. Shut up. And shout out to uh, our theme song, which I made extra spoopy today. And all I did was just, you know, Speed it down a little. Work bit. some movie magic. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, iMovie. Um, anyway, with Spoopy Season, so today what we're gonna do for our finale, is Spoopy Season, is a sixteen movie tournament. Basically, this is a pregame. This is we're gonna show you what we're gonna do for our large sixty-four movie tournament that we're gonna do sometime either next month or the following months. But today, this is Halloween, the sixteen best Halloween movies, in my opinion, and we're gonna count them down until we come to just a number one true ruler of halloween movies i think i know what it is and i've not even seen the list yet well so i put down the movies into this bracket and the bracket i had shuffled the movies up so i don't know who's against two i'm gonna find out immediately when we do this and that'll be the that's gonna be towards the end of the show today all right all right yeah still talking a little quiet all right all right all right let's go and turn you up just a little bit all right, all right, all right. <laughs> um, with that being said, uh, it was announced today that Tony Larusa will uh, take over managerial managerial roles. Bullshit for the Chicago White Sox, which I'm okay. Bullshit. I like. Bullshit. As a Cardinals fan, it's a tough pill to swallow because I wish he would come back to the Cardinals. Um, but you know, good for Tony Larusa. Good for the Chicago White Sox. And congratulations to the L.A. Dodgers on winning the World Series. Um, I just want to throw it back to Game 4, though, that wild Game 4 ending. You mean um, the, the 2020 baseball game? Yes, the 2020 ending to the baseball game. Uh-huh. <laughs> game 4 in the World Series. Does that get any crazier? No. it's uh, If you could sum 2020 up into one ending of a baseball game, that, that would be it. I mean... Like, so am I surprised? No, because it's down- 2020. I forget who was even at bat. I don't know the names, but this guy's at bat. 
two outs, runner on second and first, down by one, and it's a one-on-one count. He looks at what clearly is a ball, but the umpire calls it a strike. So now he's down to his last strike, and it's like... Didn't you say he was a pinch hitter? I thought he was. I'm not entirely sure. I think he was. He Um, wasn't necessarily a starter. Right. Um, And he hits this little blooper out to... uh, out to, I think it was right field. I don't even know the lefts or rights. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't do baseball. But he gets a little blooper out into the outfield. It drops down. The runner from second scores. It's a tie game. But you would think like it's going to be an easy play for the center fielder to make. And he bobbles the ball. Like causes like a weird error. So the runner from first is going home. And at this point, after he bobbles the ball, he makes like the perfect throw to the catcher. And the catcher thinks that the runner was going to be right there. So he goes to catch the ball and he goes to spin around as quickly as possible. But he snow coned the catch and the ball gets away and the runner scores to win the game. However, on the live feed, what you don't see until the replay is that the runner from first base rounding third trips and falls over. (laughs) So, like, if the catcher just catches the ball normally and doesn't try to rush it, we're going to extra innings because they would have got the runner in a pickle and they most likely would have gotten him out. But anyway, Jansen, I think his name was Jansen, scores. He hits the game-winning two RBIs on that play and he just starts running out into the outfield celebrating. It's one of the coolest baseball celebrations seen in a while. But what makes this moment so fucking awesome are the fans that are in the stands, the actual crowd roar that you hear when this play happens it is just absolutely awesome and insane. It makes me, it, you forget how much fans mean to sports, like how much, oh, better, totally. how much better they make sports in general. And just hearing that crowd pop was just fucking awesome. Cause they erupt when the catcher drops that ball, they erupted already when the runners ties the game and they're like, oh, all right, we're going to extra innings. And then the catcher fumbles the ball and you're like, Oh my God, they just, what a fucking pop. I miss I miss uh crowds. Yeah, I for miss, that reason. Yes, I do too. We need crowds back pronto, all right? If you're not going to do strict lockdowns America, just let us go back to sports games. Oh my god, that's such a terrible idea. <laughs> just do it. Give us our crowds back. Give us COVID-19. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so congratulations to the LA Dodgers. I think it's their first World Series title since 1988. So congrats to them. Uh, moving on, the main story of the week of last week. We recorded this episode right before Dynamite aired, and I wish we would have waited because on Dynamite last week was the best wrestling segment of all time and even non-wrestling fans i think you should highly go check it out called the Le dinner debonair between chris jericho and mjf and what unfolded i never would have thought in a million years i would have seen on a pro wrestling show and it turns into a full-on musical it's all all around good all around good it's shit hilarious it's hilarious you just don't see it coming it's a steak Jericho and MJF go out for a steak dinner. You know something's up their sleeve. Yeah, like you, you knew know they're going to do something. And you, yeah, every every fan in the world knew something was going to happen, but I don't think that they expected. I didn't expect a musical for them just to start singing. Both of them start singing, and MJF is a decent singer. He was trained in opera like 
opera singing in high school and college. He's been groomed to be a child star since he was on the Rosie O'Donnell show, okay? It's true. Um, okay. He's got skills. He's better than you, and you know it. Oh, for sure. For sure. I couldn't believe how good that segment was. I mean, I was shocked. Like a wallpaper sticks to the wall. And they both sounded pretty decent. And I mean, Jericho has like a musical career. You'll never get closer than me or whatever how it goes. I don't know. But it's like singing and dancing and also, I guess, like singing Cody with to a... a jackass. Yeah. Singing with a partner, like that takes some mad skill. And they pulled it off beautifully. I'm going to play a little snippet. Not the whole thing because it's like four minutes long. But it plays out. The whole thing plays out like a Saturday Night Live skit. And I think this is Chris Jericho just being like, hey, just put me on Saturday Night Live. For non-wrestling fans out there, I highly recommend watching the Le Dinner Debonair because it is it's just fucking so goofy and like dumb. But it's so good at the same time. You're just, you'll, you'll be sitting there just like, how the fuck did this make it on the TV? And how and why is it so good at the same time? Like, it's such a... Like, you can't take your eyes off it. It's just comedy done perfectly. Yeah, it's comedy done right because there's no restrictions and it's not overproduced. And that you can tell that both of the wrestlers were into the skit. Like, yep. they wanted to be there, they wanted to do it. Yep. Um, so, here's a little snippet of the Le Dinner Debonair for those uh, that didn't watch and non wrestling fans. Like the wallpaper sticks to the wall. Like the seashore clings to the sea Like you'll never get rid of your shadow Chris, you'll never get rid of me Let all the others fight and fuss Whatever happens We've got us We're closer than pages that stick in a we're closer than ripples that play in a brook. So wherever you'll find him, you'll find me just a close than a recliner thrown at Hody's forehead, guys are me. We're closer than snakes are, they slide through the grass. We're closer than Cody's to a jackass. Not a soul can bust this team in two. We stick together like glue. And you think they were live, right? What? You think they were live, oh, right? They, I, uh, Jericho came out and said that they were live. That was not pre-taped. They that did was such live. a good job, yep. too. Because it's like they were sounded not was, perfect 100%, yep. but mm-hmm. like, you know, they may have only had a couple shots at recording it maybe, yeah. but his face was so red by the end. It's so funny. What was that tweet you saw? There was a, there was a tweet that was sent to Jericho, and it said like, uh, it was a this little person, kid or something, wasn't yeah, it? This person's like, my little daughter wants to know why your face was so red. And did you do that on purpose to match your jacket? And he said, and Jericho responds with, ha, 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 ha. It's really hard to hold a note at my age. <laughs> but they both did. I mean, there was dancers. It was great. It was, it was phenomenal. It was fucking great. And as you can tell just from listening to that, this is not your ordinary wrestling segment by any means. This is... I think the reason why I love this so much is because it's so different and original. Can and I can I uh, explain what I think Chris Jericho's doing? What? I think he's trying to get on SNL. I just said that. I said that like five minutes ago. Oh, I blanked. 
I blacked out. <laughs> I literally said, I think this is like Jericho being like, hey, put me on Saturday Night Live. But, well, because the All About Chris Jericho show, too, he ended it as SNL Yeah, you did the show. SNL send-off. Yeah, so I think he's putting ideas in people's brains. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Jericho on Saturday Night Live. It would be so bad, but so good. I don't think it would be bad. He's just fucking great, and yeah, I have nothing else to say but just positive things about this, and just the originality, uniqueness, and the fact that they were like, hey, we're going to do a musical. Let's fucking just go do it and just see what happens, and apparently this was Jericho's idea. Like, this was all Jericho. Oh, really? Yeah, and MJF, because he found out MJF could sing, and it was like, we should do like a singing segment, but like not make it where we're in the ring and just doing something corny where we're just like doing karaoke. We should do like a whole skit. That's awesome. Um, so what is, since you're on Twitter and it's so, it was so praised too, by the way, that, I mean, that, that's, that was my question actually. Yeah. What, what is the general response from at first, wrestling marks at first? Um, at first, like the WWE marks were all over like, this is fucking stupid. Oh, I thought this was going to be a sports centric show. Blah, blah, blah. You could tell like, it's only, wwe stands they're like shitting on it and then the next day after everything kind of cooled down it was just nothing nothing but positive 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 like so reviews. it took them a couple watches to warm up to it yeah okay and once they did it was just turned out to be i mean it turned out to be amazing i think they almost hit a million in their demos like during while while it was live like people were tuning off nxt and i guess changing the channel over to AEW because i'm sure like, wrestling fans were, like, telling their friends, hey, you need to change the channel right now and look at what AEW is doing because this is ridiculous in a good way. Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, he is the demo god, so. That is true. And MJF is the ratings ruler. Oh, my God. I kind of wanted them to be a tag team. Like, fuck the inner circle and they just mm-hmm. go off and be their own, like, pompous tag team. Yeah, so to catch you up to speed, we're not going to really dive into the whole wrestling thing today, uh, but to catch up to speed last night on Dynamite, um, they had a town hall meeting to see whether if, so the whole story for those that aren't wrestling fans, the reason why they went out to a steak dinner is because MJF is trying to join Chris Jericho's inner circle group. And Jericho said he would put it in consideration if he goes one-on-one with him for a steak dinner. <laughs> and that's where the dinner debonair comes in. They do that whole skit. And then last night they have a town hall, like actual presidential town halls, why MJF should join the inner circle and whatnot. Um, so they have this town hall, which is another great segment, another just hilarious segment that Jericho is just hitting. Jericho just keeps hitting home runs. He just keeps hitting them out of the park. Um, and it was announced last night that at full gear on pay-per-view next Saturday, I think it's next Saturday. I think it is too. Um, MJF and Chris Jericho will finally meet in a wrestling match. They will go one-on-one and if MJF wins, he will join the inner circle. I think I just don't know if he's joining, but I know he's joining Chris Jericho. Yeah, so something's happening. I just don't know what. Yeah, that this is going to be a long feud. I'm like this. I think it's just getting started. I mean, do we have to make picks as the reigning champion for this? We pay-per-view? will do it next week. We will do it next week on Offended. The picks will be done next week for. They uh, said it was this Saturday. No, next Saturday. Ah, November seventh is when full gear is so next week on offended we will do your full gear predictions preview show um can't wait for that we'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah i'm excited to be the reigning champ again <laughs> okay let's get in the face and heel of the week 
All right, my face in heel. Um, well, I just want to ask a question. Are we getting into BB today? Yeah, if you can. Yeah, okay. it's all do whatever. Well, I'm, that's just why I'm asking. Uh, we could talk about it right now. Well, that's that's if also that's going to be I'm your asking. face and heel. I mean, it's going to get covered, you dumbass. So my heel. We'll start off with my heel. Um, I saw this on the fucking news or some news channel. I don't even know. I wasn't even watching it. Someone else was watching TV and it scrolls on. Um, apparently, Mike Tyson has made his. Uh, oh, I forgot about this. He's made his debut in the music EDM world, and he's got a new Following song. Following in the footsteps of Vin Diesel. <laughs> well, yeah, but this is much worse. <laughs> Uh, his song is called Mike Tyson, and all he does in the whole song is, I'm, I'm Mike Tyson. Tyson. No, it's I'm Mike Tyson. Whatever. But yeah, that's my heel. I'm Mike Tyson. It's not even a good song. It's not even like kind of fucking catchy. You guys catchy. Watch Friday the 14th? Oh my God, you're horrible. So yeah, that's my heel. Um, my face, though. That's your heel? Yeah, that's my heel. <laughs> it's a terrible song. Fuck it. Um, my face, though, is Big Brother 22 All-Stars. Fuck yeah. Won you back over at the end. It really did. I I really fucking don't like Julie Chen anymore. She's Julie too, Chen Muvez. Whatever. Julie Chen fucking Moonvez. She's too preachy. You can be all godly and all religious. That's fine. Whatever. That's your choice. But can you not throw it at people? Can you not like make it all about your show and leave all these fucking godly quotes at the end of the show and... Someone says, oh, yeah, I like Jesus. And then Julie Chen goes, I like Jesus, too, Christmas. And it's just like, you're so stupid. Like, you're what you're saying isn't even good, Julie. You suck. You used to be, you used to be, like, savage. You used to go on there, and if people did some dumb shit and they got evicted, she'd be like, you did some dumb shit and got evicted. You want to talk about it? And it's like, no, no, Julie, they don't want to talk about it. But she would say it, and it was awesome. Great TV. Now Julie sucks. This seems like a more of a heel. Okay, it did start off as a heel. <laughs> and also I thought the whole shit where they're not calling out blonde Nicole for her shit being like a mean girl. I hate fucking mean girls. I hate fucking gossip. Like, don't be catty. That's my biggest pet peeve. And she was to her best friend Ian and then fucking made fun of him for having well, autism. Like, and her unprofessionalism after oh the after getting evicted. She's such a big fucking her, baby. Her true colors showed in the finale last night for sure. And it was fantastic to watch because everybody on Twitter was like, oh, I get why people hate Nicole now. It's like, no shit. Yep. I'm going to use one of my favorite words on Nicole. Uh, you're welcome. She's a fucking cunt. Um, so yeah, the fact that she didn't win because I really thought the producers were trying to make her win. I was, she had some, she was sucking some guy's dick in the back. I'm, I don't know, but I thought she was for sure going to win. It was going to piss me the fuck off, but no, Cody won and Cody took Enzo to final two and Enzo fucking deserves that money because all of the, the videos where they all got to see their families, everybody's like, on a professional like iMac you can tell or they have some sort of iPhone or they use some editing and these people are like I love you babe and you're doing such a great job and you can hear them and then Enzo's family is fucking like blurry ass video off of probably like a Samsung phone like dude he needed the money so bad Mm -hmm. he needed the money so bad and he worked so hard and he was so genuine so congrats to to be completely honest if I was Cody I would probably give Enzo a hundred thousand dollars I, you know, and I could see that happening too, because mm-hmm. I'm kind of sure that that's what Derek did with Cody on Derek's season, that Cody won second place, because Cody did not have to bring Derek. Like, Cody would have won for sure if he did not bring Derek. He knew bringing Derek, he was going to get second. Like, mm-hmm. he knew that. 
Um, also, shout out to Devon for winning favorite house guest. Fuck yeah. Um, I think that's the first thing, like any Big Brother prize, like at the end of the season that a black person it's, has it's, won. It's, it's the first time ever that an African-American has won Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, anything in Big Brother. Right. Aside from like prizes and internal prizes and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, it's one step and it's not fucking second place or first place, but fuck, I'll take it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was probably the most satisfying I think I've ever mm-hmm. like satisfying viewing a Big Brother I've ever had like watching that show. Um, I've just been getting so irritated um, as we go. Jeez, Katie, put your fucking uh, iPad on Sorry. silent. Sorry. So that, I think that's the most irritated I've gotten at the end of a season. Like I really thought the season was going to start off great. There's going to be no showmances. It's going to be all about game. Which it was, and then they voted off Janelle and Kaser. I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm almost out. Yeah, there was more drama, I think, behind the scenes than there was on the actual show this year. Which is like, Big Brother. It's weird because it's reality TV. And on reality TV, you focus on the drama and the bullshit and all this stuff. And Big Brother, it seemed like they were trying so hard not to focus on drama. To avoid certain dramas. And it's like... What are you guys doing? You have a reality TV show. Reality TV is built on drama now. That That's what reality TV show is now. Yeah, I feel like they were hiding a lot of the drama when in past they've tried to make drama look worse than it was. Right. And I'm not sure if that's because Nicole was sucking some guy's dick behind Yeah, they the were scenes. totally protecting Nicole, which is bullshit. It was and bullshit. Props to the Big Brother fan base out there for, like, just jumping on that shit and just really kind of bringing down Nicole and like they were just showing like how big of a piece of shit she is. Well, thank God for live feeds. Yeah. Like for real, like if there were not live feeds, this would have been a total, I would have viewed this season totally differently. Right. Um, so yeah, fuck Nicole. She's a little snaky bitch. Um, I'm so happy that her true color showed, um, she was not a sore. She was not a, uh, she was a sore loser. She wasn't gracious. She was an extremely sore loser. And, uh, yeah, it was yeah, great. I'm pulling up my, uh, pulling up my tweet. Oh, wow. NXT actually beat, uh, AEW last night in the ratings. That's only because they had to be like, it's Halloween Havoc. Cool. I figured NXT was going to win last night. Not that big of a deal. It's their first win in like fucking 10 weeks. Um, sweet consolation prize. Um, but my favorite thing, last thing on Big Brother, my favorite thing is Janelle's tweet today oh my god it was great it said final thoughts number one congrats to cody for winning big brother number two poor enzo number three happy for davon she deserves the money and number four nicole got what she deserved and it's a and she will have a rude awakening when she finds out she lost all of her sponsors for making fun of Ian. see you next year yeah she was great it was like nicole would be crying i don't know why janelle hates me and then she'd be telling everybody i don't know why janelle hates me but then she'd be talking shit behind janelle no like there, in the beginning of the season, I said this to you. I said this to you, uh, what was it, a few nights ago. I was like, we should have saw from the beginning how big of a piece of shit Nicole really is. What she was like, I'm just going to fucking just call Janelle out, you know, and give her the have not. And she's like, and then with cuts to her, like, at, like, giving, getting ready to say who's going to be the next have not. She goes, well, I'm just going to give it out to somebody who always likes to talk about me. So, Janelle, here you go. And then Janelle gets pissed, like, rightfully so, gets pissed. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Janelle really didn't say a word about Nicole before anything had happened. 
And she's like, what are you talking about? And then Janelle gets in, like, Nicole's face kind of and starts, like, calling out her bullshit. And then it cuts to Nicole in a fucking confessional being like, I just don't understand why she's treating me like this. Like, why is this happening? Oh, I don't understand this. And it's like, literally, 10 minutes ago, you just said, like, you're going to call her out and start all this drama. What do you mean? Nicole's a cunt. Yeah. And Janelle's one of my favorite players. All She might be a bitch sometimes, no, but, she, but at least she owns that shit. She's a straight shooter and calls it how it is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I respect... I respect more people like that than I do little oh, bitchy, sure. whiny people like Nicole, who was a spoiled brat when she lost, like throwing a temper tantrum when she lost. And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy this is live TV because they can't cut this out. Like, nope. they can't hide it. Nope. Love it. Uh, my face of the week. It's Halloween. That's my face. It's Halloween. Halloween is this weekend. It's the best time of the year. It's on a Saturday. Let's fucking go. Full Halloween. Moon. Full, is it a full moon for real? Yeah, it's the first full moon on Halloween since 1944. Wow. So yeah, Halloween. I can't wait. It's just the best holiday ever. And my heel of the week is COVID. Fuck you, COVID. If uh, you know kids want to go trick or treating and it's actually on a fucking like Saturday night, fuck you, COVID. And but here's my plea on this. I think Halloween should be changed, not just. I think Halloween should be changed from October 31st. I think it should always be on the last Saturday of October. That's what I think it should be. I think it should be changed to that. I think Halloween should always be changed to that, especially for the kids that like go trick-or-treating out like the night before, and then they have to go to school the next day. I think that's dumb. They should stay home from school, go hang out with friends, and do all this stuff. So you know what? A way to fix all this, since schools are going to be stupid, just have Halloween on a fucking Saturday. We'll, just, we'll change it one, one person at a time. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. And COVID, it sucks that Halloween actually falls on a fucking Saturday this year and just here's COVID. So fuck you, COVID. You're my enemy. I hate you. I hope you die soon. So so do we all. So that means 2021, uh, Halloween will be celebrating on October 30th. So, yeah, we're changing it. See, that's what I mean. Like Halloween's like on a Sunday next year and it's like. We, it should just be October 30th next year, It should, which is what it's going to be. I mean, most people are going to celebrate it on that on that October 30th anyways. But it's still, it's just like, just make it all on that. I agree. Yeah. Because I normally, like, when I work, uh, I normally take off the next day after Halloween. Just because I always know I'm going to be out late. Well, and that's your favorite holiday. So. It is my favorite holiday. It is the best holiday. It is the one holiday of the year where it's like... Everybody is happy. You can dress up whatever you want. And people are like, what are you? And it's like, I'm this. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. There's not a lot of judging going on on Halloween. And I've, I've preached this every fucking year. Halloween makes people fucking happy. And it makes people actually like, like each other. And like you get to go out and be yourself and just have fun. And then you have Christmas, which is the biggest piece of shit holiday oh, in the shut world. Shut your goddamn mouth. Where everybody is stressed out. Everybody hates each other. They don't want to go see their families. And it's just like, yeah, Christmas is the biggest fake fucking holiday there is. I'm calling it. Oh, my God. Not for me. Yeah. I'm well, always people, happy. No, you celebrate the true meaning of Christmas, and that's all right. That's fine. And that's just like being with your family and being with your loved ones and just having a good time. While you have these big businesses and corporations who are being like, Come spend your money and come fucking buy everything in the world because that's what Christmas is. And if you don't buy gifts for your family, you're a piece of shit. That's why I don't like Christmas. Well, fuck you too, okay? Christmas doesn't like you. 
That's all right. I'd rather hang out with ghouls and goblins than fucking elves and fat-ass Santa who is really weird, makes kids sit on his lap. Come on. Pedophile Santa. Let's let's knock that off. Canceled. Canceled. Santa's canceled. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Santa's hashtag canceled. Fuck you. And your Santa hating agenda. No, fuck. I mean, the, why is why is he so why does he care so much about kids? He breaks in the people's houses every year just to like hang out with their children. Like it's fucking weird, dude. No, like, he goes to eat cookies. It's fucking weird. It's uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, when we're breaking your house, hang out with your children, eat your cookies. What cookie are you eating? Your mom's cookie. Can you stop ruining Christmas I'm for just me? Just saying, Halloween's way better. I think. I'm not shitting on your holiday. And I just proved my fucking point, baby. Anyway, that was my face and heel of the week. You're my heel of the week. <laughs> Aren't I always? Especially this week. <laughs> All right. Before we move on uh, with the rest of today's show, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, our boys, the guy that runs the place. The face that runs the place. I messed that up completely. But anything. Little ass mouth out the ass right now. You fucking deserve that. Santa Claus is watching your ass. I can't speak all of a sudden. But anyway, let's throw it over to the Anything But Credible podcast. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Court Russia Royce wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the mash he did the monster mash the monster mash it he was a graveyard smash he did it for the last like three four weeks it caught on in a flash he did the mash he did the monster mash from my laboratory in the castle east stop ow 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 Wayne is looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Is that my call? Are you calling me? We gotta listen to it. I mean, it's the last week we're gonna play this, like, as our bumper song. Alright. Spoopy season's coming to an end, which is depressing. It's really depressing this year because I feel like we really didn't have, like, a spoopy season with COVID and everything. Um, like, we didn't go to any haunted houses, we didn't go to the movies. Went to one Halloween store. We went store. to one Halloween store, which is like normal, like spoopy season. We go to like seven Halloween stores just that is to like true. walk around and just be like in the atmosphere of like Halloween stuff. Um, it's just been a weird year. It sucks. 
But with that being said, let's get into songs of the week. Okay, cool. You want me to go first? Uh, make sure to go check out our plays exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week, which I think is updated altogether. I think I updated it last week. I can't remember. No, I don't get paid enough for that. I don't remember. Uh, so if not, just send me your songs from last week too, Kate. All right? Just to be safe. I think I did. I can't remember, though. I think I've been staying on top of Songs of the Week lately. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So I took all of my songs um, based off of Halloween. I found this really spoopy playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. um, with like 70 songs. So this is five of the 70. Uh, the first is Nightmare on My Street. Uh, it's by DJ Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff, Jeff and, and the Fresh, Fresh Prince, Prince, baby. Yeah. I'm so happy you picked that song. I've never heard it before until this year. Really? Yeah. You never heard that song? Uh-uh. Wow, yeah. That song came out like right after Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, it makes sense. So mm-hmm. uh I clicked on the the song and it's actually did you know Will Smith has a best of Will Smith album? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? It's totally nineties, totally like pink and yellow and green. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um it's like blue, yellow and green, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um No, I think I have that album. Will Smith, like in the 80s and 90s, had some bangers. Well, it's just funny. It's like the best of Will Smith. I'm like, he has an album? Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you like listen to the album, you're like, shit. Okay, he does have a best of because these are all like popular fucking songs that we've all heard. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, let's see. Wild Wild West, Men in Black, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song, Nightmare on My Street, Summertime, um, Parents Just Don't Understand, um... Miami, getting jiggy with it. Just the two of us. That's nine songs right there already. Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. And then you have probably like three or four more songs from the 80s that he did as the Fresh Prince. Then you can even add in uh, that Millennium. What was that big song off Millennium that was like really popular? For, or Willennium, whatever it's called. Oh, I can't bad. He had like no. one big song off that album. And then he had a thousand kisses, I think, with Jada Pinkett Smith, which was that song's actually decent. Then he had Switch. Switch was awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Switch is still a fucking banger. Hey, hey, come and get it now. Switch. Uh, it's called Will Two K. Will Two K. That's it. Yeah. 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 That's it. I forget how that song goes though. Uh, and he had a really popular song off of uh, the second Men in Black uh, soundtrack, too. I forget what that was. I have no idea. Well, remember, Will Smith used to just make all these bangers for all the movies that he was in. If he was in a movie, you're like, okay, here comes another Will Smith banger that's going to get played on repeat on the radio. Here come the Men in Black. Which is my first song of the week this week. Men in Black? Men in Black uh, is my first song. It's my first pick. Uh, happy Halloween. Aliens and stuff. Nice. Yeah. That was a good segue. I know, right? I actually just put it on there just because you made me think of Will Smith. So I was like, hey, that's what. That's why I'm the host, right? Think of shit on the fly. Yep. Yep. So I got six songs now. You want to go again then? Yeah, okay. So my real first song is actually Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Since we're going to keep it in the realm of movies. Uh, every Halloween, if you don't listen to Ghostbusters, there's something wrong. If you don't listen to Ghostbusters, even not on Halloween. True. Um, yeah, but 
my theme this week obviously is spoopy, so every song ha- does pertain to Halloween. Uh, mine are just, I don't know, creepy songs and or Halloween songs. Okay. Um, my next one is This is Halloween, but the cover by Marilyn Manson. Nice. Nice. I was just about to ask you, is it by Marilyn Manson? Yes, it is. He His covers are awesome. Like, uh, what else does he cover? He covers, um, oh my God, it's a song I really like. That's, uh, I think it's from the 80s. And somebody else has recently covered it. Toon Yards just covered it like last year and i love their cover i think tune yards cover is the best version of the song even better than the original um i like the tainted love by him tainted love is good mm-hmm. um it's not that though it's uh oh it's sweet dreams are made of oh yeah dreams. that's what i was thinking of who am i to disagree so if you like that song i highly recommend checking out tune yards version of that song because that cover is i think better than the original yeah, and that's hard to beat, too. Yes. and Tune Yards, if you don't know who they are, they're a unique, like, psychedelic, like, there's a good band. I don't even know how to put it. Like, they're just so weird. They're a weird band. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn? Yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, my next song, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Monster Mash. Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett and the Crypt Kickers. I feel like that's already on the playlist. It might be. I said this last week that a majority of the songs I'm going to pick for Spoopy Season will probably already be on the playlist. But I'm picking them because it's spoopy season and you just have to deal with it. And you make the fucking rules. And I feel like it's going to be the same for Christmas every year, too. I feel like Halloween and Christmas are going to have very, like, we're going to repeat a lot. Well, fuck it. Uh, My third song is Scary Monsters by David Bowie. Nice. Which I've never heard till this year either. That's so funny. You're like, I think I found a David Bowie song that you never heard of. And I almost said to you, in the car, I almost said to you, is it Scary Monsters? I literally almost said that when you said that. I'm like, yeah, I've heard this song. <laughs> Ruins my fun. Well, it's David Bowie. I've, I've probably heard of this entire catalog. Well, I thought maybe it was one song. Nope. Nope, you failed. You failed big time. <laughs> just move along. Uh, my next song is uh, one. It's just a fucking banger. And we've talked about this before on the podcast, but... Uh, the Halloween theme song by John Carpenter, but we're going to go with the updated version from the 2018 Halloween. It's just a banger of a song. And that beat. And they add the guitar in it. Oh, We talked about this. We talked about this last week or two weeks ago. Uh, I don't know which one, but it was recently. Mm-hmm. And we talked about just how good that fucking, when it comes in. And, oh, my God. Let's get a bell on her thing. You're so gross. My fourth song is Black Magic Woman by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of witchy. It is witchy. Uh, my Little Demon by Fleetwood Mac is probably my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. Mm, I can't think how that one goes. My Little Demon, over and oh, over me. I still like Black Magic Woman. All right, that's right. fine. That's your pick. Is that mine? Uh, my fourth song this week. Is by Rockwell, and I don't know if you heard this other guy, but it's some creep named Michael Jackson. Uh, and the song is called "Somebody's Watching Me." I picked this over Thriller. It's between this and Thriller for me, but I feel like somebody's watching me. Yeah, and I feel like everybody just picks Thriller. It's a Halloween tradition to listen to Thriller, also. But I think I kind of like "Somebody's Watching Me" better than Thriller. Well, Thriller has like 
It's like a four minute song, but really you only want to listen to like two the minutes chorus. of it. Yeah. It's close to midnight. Why was like horror and Halloween so popular like in the 80s? That's that's actually my question. I was thinking about this when I picked this song. When I picked uh, Somebody's Watching Me, I started really thinking about like horror and Halloween in the 80s and how much like iconic like stuff came out in the 80s. I kind of think it was a creation of a new genre. Mm Mm-hmm. So they kind of just took it and ran with it in the same like, way that Michael like, Jackson was. I mean, think about how big Michael Jackson is and is probably, arguably, his most popular song is Thriller. And that's like a horror song. Right. No, it's definitely a horror song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I do know the dance, though, to Thriller. Like, I always wish, like, I, my 20s was, I grew up in the 20s during, like, the attitude era for wrestling, just to be part of that crowd, right? But I also wish I grew up in the 80s for Halloween. I've never had that feeling like you have that feeling until 2020 when I'm like, I wish I didn't grow up in a generation that experienced 2020. Right. Or all these fucking social issues and stuff. I mean, they're they're all still there, but 2020 is the worst. I mean, it's just exploited them way more. Yeah. It's just Um, been a bad year. Yeah. Did you say your fifth and final song? Uh, No, I didn't. So my fifth and final is Creep by Radiohead. Nice. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Fun fact, Radiohead hates that song. Um, fuck them then. I love it. Mm-hmm. Especially during this like spoopy weather. A, uh, what's his name? Tom York, I think is his name. The lead singer. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he like hates any song of his that gets popular. Um, but I like kind of, I get that at the same time. I don't get that. Like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, just shut the fuck up. If you don't want your music to be popular, then just don't release it. Don't produce it. Yeah. Just yeah. don't release it then. I kind of, I kind of hate artists like that. Like they get under my skin. Like I don't want to be famous, and it's like, then why are you in this? Like why are you in this? Then why are you and doing? Why this? are you famous? Yeah, you make good music. Just embrace it and be humble. You piece of shit. Yeah. I always thought that's kind of douchey. No, it is. But I I like creep. Um, just it's kind of like an anthem for wet, cold, rainy mm-hmm. autumn weather. So. Um, nice. My fifth and final song, which is your song of the week, which you'll hear in its entirety. At the end of today's episode is the NXT loud theme from last night's Halloween Havoc, Don't Chase the Dead by Marilyn Manson off his brand new album. And it's just, it's just good. It's, fucking, it's actually just a really good fucking song, but it has this spoopy Halloween like feel to it. It just, when you hear this song, you're like, this needs to be in a horror movie, like a slasher horror movie. All right. It's that good. It's really good. And props to NXT last night for actually making Halloween Havoc feel like it was from Halloween. Show may have been... I, I give the show a solid C+. I thought the matches were good. There was a couple parts here and there where I'm like, oh, ugh, this is totally a WWE show. But all in all, it's a decent show. Uh, but yeah, Don't Chase the Dead by Marilyn Manson is my song of the week. You'll hear it in its entirety at the end of today's show. And that was your songs of the week. Make sure to go check out our playlist playlist exclusively on spotify at offender presents songs of the week all right before we get into our major major tournament our halloween our final spoopy season portion of offended for the year let's hear a quick word from our boy our going off topic podcast kyle fauche and hey coming for that fucking title kyle it's gonna be mine 
Katie, throw me a movie. Throw me a movie. Say a movie. Say a movie. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Just any movie. Just I know. Movie. I know. It's a lot of pressure. Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. You're Jack Black. Boom. Say another movie. Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, Chris Pine. Say another movie. Or William Shatner. Which, whatever uh, Star Trek you talked about. Either one. I'm not good at this. All right. Say another movie. Birds. Birds? Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> You guys are so fucked, it's not even funny. That's a preview of what's going to happen in this movie game. I know everything about movies. I'm taking that title, and I'm never letting go of it. And that's not a prediction. That's a motherfucking spoiler. Here's a word from our sponsor, Mr. Confoche. Going off topic, podcast. What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauche here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media, from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies, to TV, to music, to sports, to gaming, to anything really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauche, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. listening to is the halloween theme song which is from the 2018 halloween where john carpenter and his son cody carpenter uh remixed the original theme and added a guitar as you can hear right there that is the guitar that they added in and this little beat drum that they added in also it's just the song is just a banger i love it i'll listen to this even not on halloween that's how much i love like this song yeah you do you're just cruising down driving mm-hmm. It's a, just, it's a song where you can just like fucking bob your head to. It's like, uh, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> uh, get it, get it. Another good one is the Broods theme song from WWE. If anybody hasn't heard that. Um, which, you know, I feel like before we get into the, um, before we get into the bracket and everything, I feel like I gotta play a little snippet of the Broods theme because this theme is so good. Who's the brood? They're the the vampires. Oh, okay. The Christian. Oh, be Like, that's a song when they come out and they start fucking bobbing their heads, like, to it. Just, like, fucking walking down with the smile on their face and blood, like, pouring out of their mouths. Like, just smiling at the crowd. Like, the Brood was a fucking cool, kick-ass group. 
that I feel like is so underrated that doesn't get like the respect that they deserve. Who was it again? It was Christian. It was, it was Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. Yeah. Okay. Gangrel was like the vampire of the group. Okay. But the group was just so cool. They would come up through the stage, like under the stage, they would slowly rise up with fire like surrounding them. Like it was just cool. Like, let me know how else to put it. And if I had my wish, I wish like Kendrick Lamar would do like a rap over that because it would oh, be so be cool. fucking awesome. Because it's such a badass beat. It is mm-hmm. seriously probably my all time favorite like theme song in professional wrestling like really? history. Yes, like that's a song when it comes on, you're just like, God damn. Like, we're going to fuck up somebody tonight. Let's go. We're going to bite their neck, steal their soul. Let's go. Yeah. But anyway, time for the 16 Halloween horror movie bracket. It's not just all horror movies. It's uh, Halloween movies in general. We're going to decide what is the ultimate Halloween movie that you should be watching on this year's Halloween. Obviously, watch all of these don't need to just watch one but watch them all uh i made i put together so i have this app called i think it's just called what is it called it is called my bracket uh i actually paid like a dollar for this app just because is i use it to like when i play my wrestling games if i have tournaments since they don't have like a tournament mode like on the wrestling games they're just dumb i just put it so fancy but it's just dumb like i just put in i like doing tournaments i think tournaments are fun um trying to get down to the to the one but so i typed it in on here and they have a cool feature where after you type in your movies you hit a shuffle button and it shuffles them up so you have i have no idea what the bracket's going to look like and who's going up against who so here we go we're going to look at first time right now all right (laughs) this is gonna be tough Am I going to know all these movies? Yes, I picked movies that um, you would know, too. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this is going to be tough. Fuck. Like, there's going to be, like, very popular movies out in the first round. So, am I picking my favorite movies or the best overall? Like, what is what is the criteria? It's up to you. It's up to you. Uh, basically, what we're trying to get out of this bracket is what is what defines Halloween, Basically, what defines Halloween, and also at the same time, what is your favorite? So, like, we okay. vote on it. All right. All right. So, first up, and there's no sequels either. There's no sequels in this. It's just straight up. What's listed. Yes. And even re- I took remakes out of it, which I had a tough time debating between Halloween and Halloween 2018, because I think they're equally as good. Did you choose one of them? Yes, I chose one, and I chose the one from 1979. Okay. Uh, so, I actually, and first up... At the number one seed is Halloween, which is, like, pretty cool that the bracket put that at number one. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. Going up against Jordan Peele's Us. Ah. Us is the one where there were twins? Yeah. Yeah. This was hard to do, by the way. Getting, like, this down to 16 movies. I had, like, 24 movies. See, okay. Like I really wanted in this. And Blair Witch definitely isn't one of them doing it. <laughs> movie sucks so bad. Movie is just straight up trash. <laughs> movie is so much trash. Trash. Movie is fucking trash. Just leave the fucking woods. That's all you got to do. Movie over. That's all you got to do. Wow. We- Thanks for ruining it. I've never seen it before. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh fuck. Now I know now I know how to get under Dugan's skin. I've always like I know how to get under Keith and Griffith's skin. I know how to get under their skin. Dugan was the one that always eluded me. I got it. I finally got it. The heel of anything but Credible's network figured it out. You're such a weirdo. Well, yeah, but that's what makes my You're show so fucking great. I am fucking competitive. <laughs> I hate you fucking... You know what? I wouldn't be like this if you just gave Back to the Future the respect it deserves, okay? It's literally on, like, everyone's top ten movie list, and Dugan's just like, it's meh. <laughs> Fighting words. Those See, I feel disrespected because of that, and that's why I take on Blair Witch, okay? Yeah. I'm going to kill you in this movie game tonight, dude. You have no idea. <laughs> Your soul is mine. It's from Mortal Kombat. Okay. I'm hyped up. I don't, the, I don't I'm hyped know up for this movie game tonight. But anyway, okay, back on to... Um, I don't even know how we... How did we get so sidetracked there? I have no idea. I got excited. You did. I, I, don't, I don't even know how we I'm got I'm looking there. at the clock. It's 4 o'clock. I got... Three more hours until the countdown. I got three more hours to like take this title home. Goldie, you're mine. Do Do you want my opinion on the movie? Oh, yeah, thing? yeah. Halloween and Us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually personally liked Us better. I thought it was scarier and more intricate. But Halloween is such a classic that I don't know which one to choose. Uh, I'm going with Halloween over Us, just because Halloween is Halloween. The Michael Myers. I mean, without Michael Myers, you don't have. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. You don't have, you don't have Jason. You don't have Nightmare on Elm Street. You don't have Freddy Krueger. Um, the horror genre would be an extremely different genre if Halloween never came around. So, so do we have to pick the same movies? We just have to come like to like a an agreement. An agreement. So we have to pick the same movie. Yeah, I'm picking Halloween. Okay, so fuck my vote then, I guess. No, I mean your vote's valid. It's good, but I just feel like. If something's going to take down Halloween, it needs to be, like, a true classic, like, movie. And Us is pretty new to the point where I would consider it a classic maybe in, like, five years. Okay. But Us is just so brand new. Maybe if Us, like, won against, like, It, like, I would pick Us. Okay. If that makes sense. I see your point. But when it comes to Halloween, you're talking about probably one of the premier goat movies of Halloween. Like, you just can't... I just feel weird... Getting Halloween out in the first round. All right, let's pick Halloween then. All right. Jeez, sorry. Next up, like, see, like the next movie. This could potentially knock Halloween out. And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna wait. We're gonna wait. We're gonna skip down to the bottom of the bracket so we don't know like who's gonna face Halloween. This is what we're gonna do. It's like okay. WWE. It's like wrestling. Okay. Like they do the tournament like randomly so that way you don't know who's taking on who next. All right. All right, we're going to jump down to the bottom. This one's tough. This one's very tough because this is one of my favorite horror. This is my favorite horror movie. This is my favorite horror movie uh, versus a classic. And when I say favorite horror movie, this is in my top 10, probably all time favorite movies. Scream mm. versus Ghostbusters. Ooh. Scream revitalized the horror genre in the 90s. Yeah, um, but Ghostbusters is better. Oh, I disagree. I think Scream's I, better. No, I think Ghostbusters is better. Ghostbusters has a more unique story. It's not about a murderer killing someone. It's like, who the fuck has... I don't want to scream go- out this early, but I kind of agree with you. Like, in Ghostbusters, it's like the 
ghost from hell or whatever whatever comes out of her refrigerator like that's such a fucking unique idea it is like scream is cool but scream is also like every other slasher movie but scream revitalized horror in the 90s like without scream there's probably no jeepers creepers or like any like final destination i know she did last summer none of those happen without scream coming in and being like slasher genre is still alive and well we were just waiting for somebody to kind of revitalize that and it turned out to be Wes Craven, who also created Nightmare on Elm Street. I agree with that, but like, we're not necessarily talking about movies that made it better for other movies. We're just talking about I know. Halloween fucking movies. I know. I got yeah. Fuck. Pick Sucks. It. GBs, this is hard. GBs. This is hard, but I think Ghostbusters has to move on. Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. But the scream mask. You see that scream mask? Like that's probably. Do you think that's? What do you think is more iconic, the Jason hockey mask or Scream's ghost face? Um, what do you think is more iconic, the Scream ghost face or do 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 I'm not asking that. I'm not asking that. I'm not asking that. I'm I've already put Ghostbusters ahead. I already put Ghostbusters <laughs> into the next round. It sucks. It's really hard to do. It's really tough to swallow my pride on that. But yeah. Oh, that sucks. I wanted Scream to win this thing. Continue on. What an upset. It's not even an upset. It's like Big Brother. It might end okay. Uh, but no, answer my question, though. What do you think is more of iconic mask? Do you think it's Ghostface, or do you think it's Jason's um, Halloween mask? Or well, I've never, mask? I've never seen Jason. What? You've seen him. You've seen what he looks like, though, right? But I've never seen the movies. Oh. Okay, which one's more iconic, though? For me, probably Scream. I think Scream's way more iconic. But I don't sure. know. Cause... So if Scream versus, say if this was Scream versus Friday the 13th, what would you have moving on? Would you have Scream? Kinda I like, would have Scream. I kind of like Friday the 13th, though. All right. Whatever. All right. Uh, let's go with... We're jumping all over the place here because we don't... I don't want to know who Ghostbusters is facing in the next round, all right? We're going to go back up to a little bit towards the top. We're going to go Frankenstein from 1939 versus Midsommar. How? How are we supposed to compare those? <laughs> One's from the what the sixties or the forties? Nineteen thirty nine. Thirty nine. Sorry, I'm totally blanked out on that. I just said from nineteen. I know, and then one's from what two thousand nineteen. Uh, yeah. Forty. I actually 50, think this 60, is actually a pretty good conversation 80, because Midsommar is just in like a league of its own. You literally want us to compare movies ninety years apart? Yeah. I'm going with Frankenstein on this. I'm going with Frankenstein. Frankenstein set the bar for horror. And even watching it now, you're like, if you're like me, Frankenstein was watching that movie. I was just in awe of like feeling like this is a Halloween movie. Like this is Halloween. I'll agree with that because Midsommar is kind of like an Inception kind of deal or like the mother kind of movie Mm -hmm. where it's just like. But Midsommar is considered like that and heredity are considered like masterpieces well i mean it it was i agree with that i guess i just never thought of it as halloween movie again i would like to watch that again Mm -hmm. yeah you need to watch hereditary that movie was i'm terrified i'm terrified to watch it that movie is bonkers uh even dugan like on uh the last episode of anything but credible which came out go check it out after this episode um he was saying like how much he loves Hereditary and how he watches it like once every like three months. That's how much he loves that movie. And every time after that movie's always just like wow, like what a movie. So I I like supernatural kind of things. Like I I like witches and wizards and dragons and 
ghosts and all that shit. But there gets to a point where it's too fucking scary for me to watch and I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Hereditary is like bordering that where I don't enjoy the movie because because it's too scary. So with Hereditary, there's not a lot of jump scares in it. I think there might be one or two. But the scares are so subtle in it is what makes the movie extra spoopy. It makes the movie super scary because when you're looking off in the corner, like it's the camera's focused on the main character and the rest of the room is dark. But if you look in the corner of the room that's dark, you see a person in the corner, then they don't make it so subtle. Like, I mean, it's very subtle to where, like, if you're watching the movie, you could possibly, like, not even see it. And that's, to me, is genius. Oh, I guess I need to watch it. Yeah, we're definitely watching it. For sure, oh. but that's not the that's not what it's between right now. We're still on Frankenstein and Midsommar. I will go with you on Frankenstein just because I've never considered Midsommar a horror movie. And it's a classic. Frankenstein's a classic. Yeah, like when you think of Halloween, if you think of generic Halloween stuff, you automatically my brain goes automatically to Frankenstein. Oh yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. There's so many characters built off of Frankenstein, which is like if you think about it, it's so crazy to me. It's so crazy to think about. Um, how that movie that came out in 1939, it's not even 100 years old yet. It's not. Well, it's close. It's, it's close 90. to it. It's close to it. But what's crazy to me is that the idea for Frankenstein wasn't around until, like, the visual of Frankenstein wasn't around until that movie. And you see Frankenstein on everything now. Like, for Halloween sales and, like, stuff like that, you see his face, which is just crazy to me. That movie that came out in 1939 is the jumpstart, like, for that. For one character that's for like a char- pet, like it's like ghost pumpkins Frankenstein. Right. And that it's because of that movie is why we have a visual for Frankenstein. Like that to me is fucking so cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. I think about that stuff like regularly, like how much different the world would be if like our pop culture world would be if like Frankenstein wasn't never made. I mean, I guess they would have a, have a replacement, but I don't even know. Dracula? Dracula is even a big, mm-hmm. big one from the, that era as well. Right. All right. So moving on, Frankenstein. Uh, next up, we're going to jump down a little bit here. We're going to go with Hereditary. I thought you said you have, I've seen all of these. I, this is, I think this is, there's two movies on here. I don't think, you, maybe three that you haven't seen. Okay. Hereditary versus Tales from the Crypts, Demon Knight. Well, I'm going to have to give it to you because I've only seen one. And I know which I, you know what? And I know Demon Knight is like literally your top three favorite Halloween movies. Bordello, Bordello of Blood was actually the other one. But I'm, but I'm just saying it's like, it's in your top five, I would say. So I'll let you pick. I'll let you Um, pick. So with this, for me, Tales from the Crypt is the epitome, the perfect thing to watch for Halloween. Halloween is always, to me, the goofy holiday that's like, you don't take seriously, but you have so much fun with it. And that's exactly what Tales from the Crypt is, where you don't take it seriously and you have so much fun with it. But at the same time, they'll pull something out of the hat and just have it be just incredible to watch. Like, you just have so much fun watching it. And to me, Demon Knight is the, like, is one of those movies that just came out in the 90s. And was surprisingly really good. Um, it stars William Sadler, who is Death, and Bill and Ted's excellent, or Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, the second one. 
but he's also in the very first episode of Tales from the Crypt ever made. So I think that's pretty cool. Billy Zane is the villain in the movie. You know Billy Zane as the asshole from Titanic. He's one of Biff's henchmen from the all-time classic movie, Back to the Future, Suck a Diggin. Um, movie is just great in The Crypt Keeper. You can't go wrong with The Crypt Keeper. We, that's a person we left out of our little uh, Halloween character thing a couple weeks ago was The Crypt Keeper. I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Like, he should totally be moved on. Uh, Tales from the Crypt is a fan favorite amongst millions of people, probably. say, all the 90s babies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt was so large and huge, it surprises me still to this day that it's not on any streaming service yet. It was on HBO, and how it's not on HBO Max right now, especially during Halloween season, surprises the shit out of me. And I don't know if that's because like they're maybe planning on revitalizing the show still right now, and so they're waiting to kind of put out the old episodes and everything. But, I mean, the show ran for six seasons. It was a major fucking hit. It still is. You still have people today, like, wishing that it was still on. Right. Um, right. And it's one of those shows where every episode is different. So it doesn't, you don't, you can do so much with Tales from the Crypt. It's great. Uh, and that's why it gets my pick to move on versus Hereditary. Um, I know a lot of people are going to maybe roll their eyes at that. And that's fine. But Tales from the Crypt is just such a horror Halloween classic that it's hard to go against. And Demon Knight is underrated as fuck in terms of good horror Halloween movies. It is underrated, it's goofy, it's funny, and it's serious all at the same time. And it has every element of Halloween that you want like in a movie, so I'm going to go with Demon Knight. Alright, cool. Um, Next up, who will face Ghostbusters in the next round? Will it be... A Nightmare on Elm Street or the Adams Family. I think you know my pick. I think you know my pick also, which is going to make for an interesting second round. Uh, sorry, Freddy Krueger, but I got to go with uh, the Adams Family. Freddy Krueger was good. Nightmare on Elm Street was good, but it's not as good as I thought it would have been. I guess. You gotta think of like at the time when it came out, special effects and stuff then were still like kind of iffy and the special effects in that movie are fantastic. Oh, I I agree with that. I'm just saying I think I built it up to be something else in my head. Like I was literally talking to my mom about it the other day. She's like, I remember going to see that movie in the movie theaters and she's like, we were like smoking. Like we were allowed Mm -hmm. to smoke in the movie theaters and everybody's screaming and smoking. Yeah. (laughs) So that I, you know, it was huge. If I would have mm-hmm. seen it, maybe back when it came out, or yeah, because nobody when I was twelve, I don't know, maybe like special effects to us now when watching that, you're like, huh, this is so goofy and like dumb. But you can tell, like at the time, nobody had ever seen any special effects like that. Maybe aside from Star Wars, and people were like, oh my god, like the scene where Johnny Depp gets taken into the bed and the blood comes flying yep. out. That is one of the most iconic horror scenes ever. They killed him off way too early. No, he made it to the end. Well, he should have made it to the end end. You're thinking of Kevin Bacon. Was he in that movie? No, Kevin Bacon's in Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's who I'm thinking Johnny of. Johnny Depp made it all the way to the end. Of yeah, you're right. Nightmare he was like the boyfriend that yeah. died last. Yeah, because the girlfriend was like, you need like stay awake. And Johnny Depp couldn't stay awake past midnight, which is hilarious thinking about that because it's so easy to stay awake past midnight. For some people... <laughs> From other people, anyway, it's not. So I'm going with the Adams Family. I mean, it's the Adams Family. Is there any more we have to say about that? It's no. the Adams Family. 
No. Yeah. Sam's family. Especially, and you got Doc from Back to the Future. What's up, Dugan? And he's fucking Uncle Festus. <laughs> I think anybody, any age, especially when it came out, like you could have like been a we kid. Just keep rip it on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dugan. Um, but any age when that movie came out, whether you're a kid, like a little kid, or like a teenager, or an adult, like that's great fucking right. movie. I think I'm gonna name this episode the I Hate Dugan Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Dugan episode one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. It's, it's been so much fun being on anything with Credibles Network, to be completely honest. Like the way that we have been mixing everything together and like actually like doing crossovers and stuff. It's the best. Oh, you mean like collaborating and like doing podcasty things together? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been, <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. I'm so happy I made the switch. Um, not, I mean that with no disrespect to PWP whatsoever. But I think it's just living in the same area and, you know, actually, you know, being friends for a while now. Like You found your people. Yeah. Um, next up, yeah, and especially now I don't have to work with that JCD asshole. You know? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Big bonus. Big fucking bonus. Let me fucking tell you, you know. <laughs> I don't know why I got Minnesotan. That was more Minnesotan than New York. There's the New York. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit. Die, Rocky, die. All right. I hate the rock. I hate the fucking rock, and I hate fucking Cody fucking Rhodes, okay? Fuck them both. Next up. Uh, who will take on Tales from the Crypt's Demon Knight? Will it either be Child's Play, Chucky? Ugh. And I'm actually going with the remake. The remake is the one that I'm picking for uh, this. The remake for Child's Play was way better than the original, and it was funny and Luke Skywalker as Chucky was great. I didn't get into either of the Chuckies. It's not my style. It's not. They're totally, but they're in the same genre as like Jason and Freddy, where like the movies you can laugh at. Like you're not, you don't take them too seriously. not me. I take it seriously. I'm fucking scared of a stupid doll. But you weren't scared of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't know why that was weird. That was strange. It was a weird occurrence. (laughs) choking on my own spit here (laughs) jesus christ i'm good oh my god are you okay yeah it just like sucks back and all of a sudden i was like that's what she said jesus christ okay it's child's play versus beetlejuice 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 (gasps) duh duh hands down easy choice yeah we're going beetlejuice here michael me can't go wrong with batman there i love batman i know who doesn't and you got uh winona Ryder, who ends up being in probably modern day greatest like thriller horror tv show of all time in stranger things after she stole some sweaters yeah after she stole some sweaters <laughs> and then he also got uh it's a great movie let me tell you it's the best movie i've ever seen you got alec baldwin as donald trump in it what does beetlejuice oh what alec baldwin's in beetlejuice oh it's been so long since i've seen beetlejuice hey he's like super young in this oh Okay. He's one of the people that's dead. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. And he also, that scene, shake, 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 Sonora. Shake it all the time. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, is that what you're going for? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we got Demon Knight versus Beetlejuice in the next round. All right, taking on Frankenstein will either be a movie called VHS. I threw this movie in. Um... 
purposely. I know it's not going to make it past this. I know it's not going to make it past the movie that's on here. Um, this is this is what happens when you shuffle movies up and you don't put the brackets together yourself. You're just going to have movies that are going to go up against another movie and it's just going to get steamrolled. Um, I'm not even going to say the other movie because it's just it's going to move on. But I just want to shout out VHS. If you had never seen VHS, it is a more fucked up version of Tales from the Crypt and it was in movie form where there's different short stories throughout the movie and they somehow connect at the end. So there, I want to say there's four or five short stories like in it and VHS is fucking wild. So the person discovers this tape, like a VHS tape and he plays it and he gets like glued into the TV where he can't take his eyes off the TV. So he's basically getting possessed as he's, the more he's watching it, the more possessed like he's getting. Like the ring. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, I guess. But nobody comes out of the TV. You just get possessed by like watching it. the ring and Jumanji combined? So he's watching all the short stories that we are watching. Oh. So everything that we see, he's watching. So, and that's how it all connects at the end. But there are all these different short stories, and they're fucking wild. Like, they're... They're scary. Like, um, I don't get scared. And I, the movie doesn't scare me. But, I mean, they're definitely scary because I think indie movies, I think, are way more scarier than, like, blockbuster movies, in my opinion. I think it depends. It's just, like, the style that they made it. And it's all handheld. It's all from a handheld, like, camera. Like the Blair Witch Project? Yeah, but way better. Um, but, yeah, so it's VHS versus Hocus Pocus. Well, duh. Yeah. Hocus Pocus is going to move on. Um, we don't have to say anything about it. We'll talk about that in the next round. Hocus Pocus versus Frankenstein's in the next round. And finally, your final first round matchup to take on Halloween in the next round. Friday the 13th versus It. The new It? Yes. I'm going to go with Friday the 13th. I would say It. What? Really? I thought It was a better movie. Than Friday the 13th? Yes. Wow, we're knocking out. We're gonna knock out Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street in the first round, and Scream. I mean, you're the expert, not me. Friday the Thirteenth, I think, definitely is better than it. Okay, all right. And it's one of those movies too, where you're like, you're waiting for Jason. Well. If you watch it now, you're waiting for Jason if you've never seen it, and you realize Jason doesn't come up until the end, until the probably the greatest jump scare in movie history. Yeah, I, didn't, I was not expecting that. That is the number one goat jump scare of any horror movie ever made. Well, because there's no jump scare ever in the rest of the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, I'm going to go Friday 13th, I think, beats it. Closely beats it, let's put it that way. All right, all right. All right, first round is over. Second round, here we go. We're going to start it off with the Adams Family versus Ghostbusters. That's actually a pretty fair matchup. They're mm-hmm. both kind of rated the same. They're both targeting almost the same audience. I don't know. I think you have to go, um, as much as I love the Adams Family, I think I got to go Ghostbusters. See, and I was leaning the other way. Of course you were. Well, just because, I don't know. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Ah, Bill Murray. Yeah, you got Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, okay, Ghostbusters. Rick Moranis, Sigourney Weaver. I'm going just off of the cast. That's how I'm making my decision. But the cast of Adam's Family is still great, too. It's great, but Bill Murray kind of tops everybody. Yeah, Yeah, I think we got to go Ghostbusters here. 
Ghostbusters over the Adams Family. I think we got to do it. We got to do it. Next up, we got. Let's go with Frankenstein versus Hocus Pocus. Frankenstein. Really? Yeah, I mean, Hocus Pocus is our generation's movie. Wow. What do you disagree? No, not really. I just was not expecting you to say Frankenstein. I mean, Hocus Pocus is like the '90s movie. Like that is when everybody's obsessed with it. Everybody loves it. But like, see, I like Adam's Family better than Hocus Pocus. I think I would agree with that. But Hocus Pocus is so classic and so vital to Halloween. But Frankenstein more so. Yeah. Wow. That's my logic. All right, I. I'm I'm solely on board with that. Frankenstein's going to move into the semifinals. All right. I'm so set on that. Uh, Hocus Pocus, though, just shout out to uh, Maximilian in the movie as the main character. Why? From the Goofy movie. I just got to shout him out. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm excited about the remake, too, that I think they're pushing Hocus forward. Hocus Pocus? Through. No, it's a sequel. They got all the original cast has signed on. That's what I meant, a sequel. Well, the three mm-hmm. witches have signed on. Yeah. Bette Midler, uh, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and... The lady from uh, the other one, yeah. Sister Act. <laughs> nobody knows the name of. Um, next up to take on Ghostbusters in the semifinals, we got Tales from the Crypts, Demon Knight versus Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah, I think I got it. Sorry, Demon Knight. The fact that you even beat Hereditary is just uh, it's just a uh, good job, good job. A little golf clap for a little golf clap, but Beetlejuice definitely will go into the semifinals to take on Ghostbusters. Uh, and finally, final second round matchup. Halloween versus Friday the 13th. I'm not making this decision. I actually think I will. Halloween. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. I thought I couldn't, and then it just kind of hit me. Yeah, I have to go with Michael Myers. Um, I have to go with Halloween also. It was um, just a better movie. They're pretty similar, though. Yeah, but I, it just... Halloween's good because it's just... At the time, it was just so original. Right. That's what I mean. It's mm-hmm. more original than... So, all right, we have your final four set here in this Halloween movie tournament. We have Halloween versus Frankenstein, and we have Beetlejuice versus Ghostbusters. Ooh, this is a good final four. So the this Halloween, is a good final four. Halloween versus Frankenstein is like the originals Which, of the, you know, so Frankenstein's like the original of the mm-hmm. original, and then Halloween's like the original of, of the, the slasher. Yeah. Um, and one could argue like Halloween versus Frankenstein could possibly possibly be the finals yeah um let's go with beetlejuice versus ghostbusters first um with this i would say beetlejuice (sighs) it just you think when you think halloween movies like yeah you think ghostbusters but ghostbusters is kind of like all your classic too it's Mm -hmm. not like halloween but beetlejuice looks like a fucking scary ass monster true but there's one thing that sticks out in my mind every Halloween. You hear it every Halloween. You don't really hear it all year long. There's something strange in the neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. But you also think of Beetlejuice, 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 and then Michael Me. Some, I mean, you're gonna people are gonna look at this little bracket here, and they're gonna see Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice had a very easy way to get to the semifinals. Let's just say that Beetlejuice took on Child's Play and then took on Tales from the Crypt's Demon Knight. And then you had Ghostbusters. You had taken on fucking Scream from the get go. 
uh, and then taking on the Adams family. Ghostbusters had a way harder, you know, route to get here. So we, you say Beetlejuice, I say Ghostbusters. How do we solve this? Who has a higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Okay, let's do it. All right. All right, we're going to look it up. Who has the higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes between Beetlejuice hey, and You want to look up Beetlejuice and I'll look up Ghostbusters? Yes. Tell me when you have it. I got Beetlejuice. All right, Ghostbusters. And you're going off the tomato score, okay. our tomato meter, not the audience score. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes. What is Ghostbusters tomato meter? 74%. Really? Yeah. Beetlejuice will move on to the finals at 85%. Uh, the audience score is only 50%. On For the- Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking at... Let me see it. Katie. <laughs> I have the wrong one. I don't think I am. Yeah, you clicked on the 2016 Ghostbusters. That's the all-female uh... one. All right, so the 1984 Ghostbusters is at a 97%. Ghostbusters is going to the finals. <laughs> right when you said the audience score was a 50%, I'm like, you're on well, the wrong one. Well, that's what I thought, too. I was like, what happened? Yeah. All right, so Ghostbusters is going to the finals uh, at 97%, and the audience score is an 88%, while Beetlejuice is an 85%, and the audience score is an 82%. So a close, close matchup, but Ghostbusters will move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. And I lost my uh, spot on this. Hold on. Stall. Stall. I'm not, I'm not good like Jim. I don't know how to stall. I don't know how to stall. All right, get that. All right. We're Frankenstein versus Halloween. Yep. All right. So Ghostbusters goes to the finals, and we got Frankenstein versus Halloween. Um, this is a tough one. Do you want the original of the originals or the original of slashers? Oh man, I really wish this was the finals. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give out a spoiler right now. Whoever moves on is my pick to win the whole thing. Right. Um, I don't really have. I don't. I'm not leaning one way or the other towards it. I think I could go with Halloween. Do you want to look up what Frankenstein's Rotten Tomatoes is just for fun? Because I have Halloween pulled up. All right. Let's look up Frankenstein's. A Halloween rot. What's your pick? Uh. I- I guess Halloween. I don't know. That one's really tough for me. The Rotten Tomato score, though, is 96% with 89% from the audience. What was it? 96 with 89% at the audience. 96 for Halloween? Yes. I'm surprised it's that high. Um, Let's see. I can't find it for some reason on the app. Frankenstein, 1931. Oh, it's 1931 is when that movie came out. Wow. So literally next year is going to be 100 years? Isn't that crazy? Ew, that makes me feel old. Next year? No. Still got 10 years. 
No, it's not. It turns 90 next year. 91 next year. No, it's not. Came out in 1931. It's 2020. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, Looking at this almost makes me kind of want to switch my pick. Why? Because it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I'll let you, because I... With an 87 audience score, like, that's insane that the audience loves this movie that much, like, for how old it is. Oh, man. What was the tomato score for, uh... 96 and 89. What do you think, Katie? What do you think? I don't have... I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I get... You know what? I'm going to say Frankenstein, because it's been a favorite for so long since we're 1931 we're going, frankenstein. we're going frankenstein frankenstein wins because we're split then yeah and the rotten tomato score is the tiebreaker yeah okay all right in your finals we have frankenstein from 1931 versus ghostbusters i wonder which one it'll be so i think it's very clear to everybody at home, everybody listening, and to me and Katie, and you even said it yourself just now, that the finals were really between Halloween and Frankenstein. Ghostbusters really didn't even matter. No. Kind of really like didn't. Nicole getting voted out of Big Brother. Yeah. Like, you have no <laughs> shot against Halloween and Frankenstein. Like, Frankenstein and Halloween should have been the finals. And I think with that being said, your winner of the Halloween tournament... For best Halloween movie that fully represents Halloween is Frankenstein. It's pretty awesome that Frankenstein won this. That it's still like, people still watch it 90 fucking years later. Right. Um, Still relevant. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is still relevant. And congrats. I don't even know. Like, that's just wild. I'm so happy that Frankenstein won. I was actually kind of pulling for Frankenstein in the back of my head. I'm like, I kind of hope Frankenstein wins just be, just so that way old movies can get somewhat of recognition, even if it's just on my podcast. Okay. All right. You know, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. 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 So Frankenstein is the winner of the 16 movie tournament of the best Halloween movie ever made. And if we did like the worst Halloween movies ever made that you definitely shouldn't watch, Blair Witch would win that. Let me tell you that right now. Um, Maybe we should do that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's for next spoopy season. Anyway, I'm sad. It's spoopy season's coming to an end. Um, That was our final spoopy uh, segment here on Offended until next year. Yeah, happy spoopy season. Make sure to be safe this Halloween. Go trick-or-treating. Don't let your kids get eat all the ecstasy that's going to get passed out for free from all the drug dealers. Drugs are too expensive to give out for free to oh, kids. Oh, shit. People are so stupid. Um, yeah. Happy spoopy season. Uh, we will see you guys next year for spoopy season. Let's hit him with the one, two, three, finish. And let's get the fuck out of here. Uh, my one, two, three, finish um, is the Jericho and MJF cabaret or whatever. A lay dinner debonair. Yeah, that that thing. Uh, that's my one. Two, go fucking vote. Use your rights, okay? If you're a woman, you didn't have this right 100 plus years ago, okay? Um, times are simpler shut the fuck <laughs> up uh november 3rd is just around the corner if you live in the county you can go to um there's like four remote locations and vote absentee early uh and three black lives matter 
Uh, my number one, happy spoopy season, everybody. Happy Halloween, the best time of the year without a doubt. Uh, number two, vote, 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 vote. Motherfucking vote. We've already voted. We voted this past week. We voted early. Um, and uh, number three, just go watch some spoopy movies. Go have some fun. Check out Frankenstein. Check out Frankenstein if you've never watched it. It's on Peacock, um, Peacock app, which is awesome. That has like a ton of old school, like old, old, old classic movies like that. Um, Frankenstein. It's not. I mean, eighty-seven percent of the audience likes Frankenstein for a reason. It still holds up even when it was made back in nineteen thirty-one. Like that's insane to me. That is so, insane. Let's be honest. That movie was really made in nineteen either nineteen twenty-nine or nineteen thirty. For it to be produced and right. seen and night, yeah. So, uh, depression era shit. It's, it is, you watch it and you automatically feel like a, it's a Halloween vibe for sure. Like the set design, everything on that. They did a great job. Uh, Frankenstein, the best Halloween movie as voted on here on Offended. Go check it out. All right. You can follow Offended on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow KDK Naked Lady on Twitter at Naked Lady with two Ys. Uh, make sure to go check out our playlist exclusively on Spotify at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. Uh, make sure to go check out uh, anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs for Offended, uh, Anything But Credible Podcast, and the Going Off Topic Podcast. Make sure to go check that out. And make sure you listen to the Going Off Topic Podcast this week when your boy, Tricky, is going to take home the movie title and never let go of it. Goldie is coming home. Once again, that's not a fucking prediction. It's a spoiler. Blair Witch Project sucks. Let's go. Um... And make sure to go check out Podcast Mode wherever you're getting your, uh, wherever you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, just by searching Offended. Make sure to subscribe, follow, and give us a five star motherfucking rating. All right, all you ghouls and kittens. That was, I was going to say cats and kittens. Okay. Well, all you ghouls and <laughs> goblins out there, we will see you guys next week. Uh, I'm for Katie K Naked Lady. I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We will see you guys next week. Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Be safe, all you ghouls and kittens. No, mine is cats and kittens. Okay, well, we'll say it then. Bye, all you cats and kittens. And here to play you out in its entirety is "Don't Chase the Dead" off Marilyn Manson's new album. I don't even know what's called. I think it's We Are Chaos. Just, just his new album. Just by Marilyn Manson. Don't <laughs> chase the dead. Here it is in its entirety. We'll see you guys next week. Happy Halloween.